1: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So the only thing left to say is you win.
0: welcome one and all to the back of the nest preview podcast for what will be the last time this season you know what that means it's it's gin and tonic time i say it's gin and tonic time i had an away day with work today and then didn't really think about it so what i currently have is it is gin it's lemon drizzle gin no ice
3: he can't even get a fucking gin and tonic right.
0: And <laughs> one of my daughter's little apple juice boxes that
3: I've I mean, that is, not the, that is not the weirdest thing. <laughs> Look at it. it oh, like, mate, it's... mate, that's going to come out looking exactly as it's gone in.
0: Oh don't know it's going to taste Lemon drizzle
3: right. gin and apple juice.
0: I mean it tastes lovely because it's full sure, of really yeah. packed sweet apple juice yeah. Mm. Wow,
3: lemon drizzle gin.
0: Yes, yeah. s- can you s- top s- that
4: I can top it in the sense that I'm not having lemon drizzle gin and apple juice. Yeah, you you have actually
3: done better than Terry. <laughs> yeah, that's the that amazing thing, default. by doing no effort at all.
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a disappointment also though, no gin. I was out I was out last night for Vanessa's birthday and had a decent amount of alcohol. So I just had a beer. Happy birthday, today. Vanessa. Happy birthday, Vanessa.
3: Yes, um, indeed.
4: And I had a beer and now I'm just drinking water. We
0: can pretend it's gin if you want, <laughs> but it's not. Mm, outrageous. Sorry. We'll have to do the opening day of next well, next season's podcast for the opening preview. Try and get the studio together and just force gin down him, see what happens.
4: Great can't wait. (laughs) Mm. I'll still Uh, still predict that we're going to finish 17th, don't worry.
0: Ah, well, you say that. You say that. Of course, at the start of the season, on the first podcast of the year, we do our predictions for the season, where we go, what do we do? We do league position, top goal scorer, most assists, player of the year, number of clean sheets, and an outrageous prediction. So we're going to open the envelope and revisit those today. And rather annoyingly, rather annoyingly, Samuel Hasketh as predicted 11th.
4: Oh, let's go. Don't fuck yeah. it up palace.
0: Which is at the beginning of the season. When we did this, I did say, how do we finish 11th when we lose every week? Um, <laughs> Weird predictions you've got going there, yeah, and yeah, it'll be that's...
3: interesting to see what he predicts for the forest game, knowing that you
0: know, <laughs> if... eleventh's at he stake need...
3: <laughs> he'll need to predict the win to guarantee his beginning of season predictions right, but he'll have to fight the urge to yeah
0: yeah yeah we'll see
3: i don't i don't start want to spoil chewing it. on that one now yeah All right. <laughs>
0: Um, Albert, it gets progressively worse for us. um, you said ninth um, hey, it's not far off, and in defense of mine, I did say on the podcast, I think I might be a season too early with this, but just in case I'm not, I'll go with seventh, so seventh's gotta I'm come, come next right. seventh's gotta come next season, so remind me on the what? um opening day, I'll go seventh next year
3: you need to start drinking more normal alcohol. <laughs> That's yeah. the lemon drizzle talking, that is. That's so. the lemon, yeah, talking chisel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, our top scorers, uh, exceptionally far off. I went, I, Zah- I went Zaha with 16 and you, Albert, went Zaha. Oh, sorry, Hesketh went Zaha with 15. Yeah. Um, it looked on in the early part of the season. It did. Uh, but he's got none basically since the world cup, has he? Has he got one since the world cup? Yeah, so but uh, let's talk about Alberts. You remember what it was? I
3: know, I think I said
0: Edouard. Hmm. And did I,
3: I think I, I don't think I went as high as you lot. Did I say 13?
0: 13, that's right. Oh, wow. Um, to which my response. There's one game was, left.
2: There's one game <laughs> left.
0: To which my response was, I doubt he will play 13 games, which is probably <laughs> about what's happened.
3: <sighs>
0: mm. So, yeah, a bit far off there. What is it? Is it Eze with 10? Has he got 10? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Eze, sorry. Um, assist. What I got six?
3: Six. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, one good game, one good game on Saturday, Sunday. Sorry. Definitely won't score any on Saturday.
0: (laughs) Assists, Heskif and I both went Ezra with eight and nine and Albert went Zaha with eight. So,
4: Well, I mean, if Ebbs had played as much as he should have, then he would have got them, Terence, wouldn't he?
0: How many assists has he got? Four? I think oh, it's God, four. I, don't know. I, th- I I think it was four. It was either four or five for the assist against Fulham.
3: Edouard's got two.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do you want your 13 to be goal involvements? Is that what you're getting at? So <laughs>
3: There's one more game left. There's one more game left.
0: Player of the year. I went Eze. Mm-hmm. Heskiff went Zaha. And Albert went gay. Mm. So I think like Gay, Gay and Eze were probably in the picture somewhat, yeah, um, and of course Heskip and I both voted Decoré come the end of the mm. season. So mm. scant consolation. Oh, it
3: was your fault, was it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it I'm sh- Al- oh, sorry. it just
4: turns out Albert voted for Johnny Parr as Player of the Year <laughs> every
0: year, baby. Yeah. Um. The next one is number of clean sheets to which um, I need to find the answer. Hang on, bear with. So
2: I I went twelve. I think
0: oh God, really? Yeah, I might be. Uh, Albert went ten. And Heskiff went nine. So if I just quickly add them up here. So Vinny's got six. uh, And Sam Johnston has three. So a clean Again shit against a clean shit against Forrest wins it for Albert otherwise so I it's... need a seven
3: nil seven nil Edouard to score them all yeah I I'd be all right with
0: a seven one last minute consolation goal <laughs>
3: yeah <Wow>. yeah
0: <laughs> as, lo- as long as Ebbs doesn't assist three of them because then you're in you know oh, you're in God. trouble heskiff <laughs> shining a laser in
3: Johnston's eyes when we're seven yeah. nil up
0: yeah. Okay. So, I mean, all all of this is done again is just completely reaffirmed that I know fuck all about football, particularly Palace.
3: <laughs> I don't think you can be too harsh on yourself there. Your are it's mere <laughs> speculation, isn't it? It's mere speculation.
0: And our t- outrageous predictions of the season.
3: Uh, well, this this is where I know I go very wrong.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, do you want to? You remember what it was? It's so yeah, bad. Mine was
4: Teo's going to win. Player of the year at Coventry, I think,
0: <laughs> got sent
4: home after a game and a half. So. <laughs> as they march on to the playoff final, didn't, didn't really go as I'd hoped.
0: Mm, had a decent game against PSV the other night. We'll get into that, uh, Albert. I liked your your prediction, your outrageous prediction. It was pretty good. Last three fixtures, which being Bournemouth, Fulham, Forest, would decide their fate which was a nice way to think wrong. about it. But yeah, t- <laughs> turns, out, t- turns out Fulham went mental in the early part of the season and finished quite yeah. high up. <laughs> Good luck to them. And Bournemouth did really well. And, um, yeah, Forrest. Mm.
3: I'd like to think that they listened to the, to that episode and they thought, Do you know what? fuck We'll, that sh- guy. we'll show him. <laughs> fuck, they said, fuck that guy. Hang on a minute. What's that other bloke drinking? Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: And mine was Eze to make the World Cup squad, which didn't quite happen. But he has made the current England squad three Palace players in the current England squad. Only United and City have more. Nobody nobody else has as many players as Palace. So, Albert, I mean, I think it's fair to say that Eze has all but deserved it very unlucky not to make the Euros at least the preliminary squad before he did his Achilles and his form under Hodgson has really deserved that call-up.
3: Absolutely. I, I hate to rewind but I'm going to rewind for one second. Talking of predictions being too early, I remember my outrageous prediction last season was Vieira to get fired so I think I was a bit like you, a year too early with my prediction <laughs> Uh uh, but yeah, Eze in the England squad. Yeah, he's 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 hit the form at the perfect time, hasn't he? And it's definitely deserved. And we can only be sort of slightly ruining what might have been had he been in the team a bit more under the aforementioned Patrick Vieira. But hey, we have to move on, and let's hope that it's the start of an illustrious England career, whilst also uh, playing in the red and blue during oh, the man. during the regular season
0: really enjoyed Fulham on the weekend uh, just before kickoff they like to play Freed from Desire <laughs> at, at Craven Cottage didn't quite go, work out for the mellow might. <laughs> <laughs> didn't research that one well enough as the away end just went absolutely bonkers singing as Isaiah's name mm, beautiful stuff some of us uh, can't get a ticket mm, well you know parish points mate yeah. i got some yeah. parish points. I would have to siphon some off to you or something.
3: It's all right. I had my small victory this week when I moved my seats into two seats that I've been eyeing up for about two years. So I've taken that I'm over a ticket to Fulham. I don't
0: know why you Why you? Why are you? Yeah,
3: why are you <laughs> <laughs> at Vicarage Road. Whee! Hey. hey mm. Now, you know when you get the little, just the little two seats on their own? Bank right. of two. Bang. I've been eyeing them up for a while and.
2: No, we
3: couldn't. Uh, dunno. Just no one no one next to me except the person who I choose to bring. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was all about, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Community. Yeah. Exactly. Uh other call ups. I mean, I know Heskiff's just gonna echo everything Albert said there about as mm. point harking on, he's just unbelievable. Um yep. Sam Johnston. I mean, he's been in and around the England squad for a while. Injury obviously kept him exactly. a bit, whatever. But he's obviously liked by the current regime and another man who's done well under Hodgson. Yeah, he's been brilliant.
4: Um, I've got a, a, a mate who supports West Brom who said he he was surprised it took so long for Johnson to get in. Obviously not knowing huge amounts about Um But yeah, since he came in uh, under Roy, I think he's been really, really good. You know, he's had that one blip against Wolves at the end there. But... He's made a lot of good saves. Distribution's very good. Got his three clean sheets. Um, and All I think right, we, with the
3: clean sheets. Hey,
4: <laughs> we had a word. It's the union of Sam, see. I, had to, I had to
3: <laughs> Turn it in, will you?
4: Um, but I think, I think Pope's injured, isn't he? So it makes sense that the next person called up is is Johnston and don't think anyone mm. can
0: really moan about it. Yeah, his standout game being leads away where, you know, laid the foundation for us to annihilate them in the second half. Yeah, some brilliant good. stops, mm. and of course Mark Gay makes up the three. And I mean, come with some astonishing words from Hodgson saying, <laughs> "If you're not picking him, then you shouldn't be in the manager." <laughs> Getting taken corners, uh, and Hodgson would know <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it's funny, Albert, because Southgate the piss here. Exactly. A couple of times down the year, Southgate come under a bit of, oh, you'd expect him to look more at Palace players and he hasn't been doing it. But can't be any arguments now. It's the second time in the last year he's put three Palace players in an England squad.
3: Yeah, all credit to him. I think it's, you know, uh, he gets a lot of flack and um, I'm not saying it doesn't. Some of it doesn't come from me. You know, you look and Harry Maguire is still in the squad. Calvin Phillips is still in the squad and... You know they're not getting they're not getting any minutes at all for their team. Calvin Phillips had come on last night, so uh, but you know they're they're not getting any minutes for really for their team. But they still find themselves picked, and it's always been previous England managers. It's been about the club that you play for, and it has to be said, <clears throat> Roy Hodgson was guilty of that as well when he was the England manager. It was tended to be who you played for rather than how you were playing. Um, but for you know for all the you know, for a lot of the stick that Gareth Southgate gets, he does pick players who are who are mainly informed. You know, and that doesn't matter if you it doesn't matter if you're playing for City or if you're playing for Palace or you know or anybody else. So um, it's great to see those players getting getting rewarded. And I think the initial the initial reaction, I think I saw it on Twitter yesterday. You know, my initial gut is that oh, these players are going to go away with England and they're going to talk to all these players who play for City United and Spurs, and that's when you know that's when the the sort of the whispers start coming and, you know, people start getting unsettled and they want to move to those bigger clubs, but I, can't, I don't know who it was. Sorry for not um, crediting this person, but someone on Twitter yesterday said, you know, well, what, you know, why would these players want to force a move away from Palace when they are making it into the England squad? They don't have to necessarily force that move to a top four, top six club, where they might not be guaranteed first team football every week just for the sake of getting into the England squad. So, um, you know, I think we should be all, you know we should be proud of those players and proud of our setup that you know we've got three players representing a you know what is undoubtedly the best sort of England squad set up however you want to look at it for for quite a while
0: hmm. I wonder if anyone's working on elise in the background as well I don't know if his heart's set on France or what's going on but I don't think there's any doubt that England should be trying their utmost to get him. Um, you know, I was I saw some astonishing stats around Elise the, the other day where, uh, alongside his 10 assists, which is like fourth in the Premier League, I think the youngest person ever to get 10 assists in a Premier League season. But on top of that, out of all forwards in the league, he's got the most interceptions and the most tackles. And in modern day football, that is, that is probably what's going to get him noticed more than anything else is that you know, it's a part of his game that, we felt like probably wasn't going to be there at the beginning when he first joined and now look at him, he's doing it better than anyone else. It's astonishing really. He's development and he's willingness to learn and absorb and, you know, make things happen. <laughs> I probably comes from how can you not be good at it when you're watching Jordan IU every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so. And he, shit,
3: shit hot on the chessboard as well.
0: <laughs> he is indeed. Yeah. Table tennis, everything. He's, he's got it all on lock and interviewing well, oh yeah, yeah listen, fair anything, point. anything you can't do not being interviewed triple threat not so good at being interviewed better at interviewing <laughs> 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 mm, uh, this week I went to the international Premier League International Under-21's final at SELUS against PSV not quite the evening I was expecting it to be <laughs> I mean, Palace did really, really well, probably deserved it across the 90 minutes and then just complete legs fell away from them in extra time and PSV were just fitter. I think if I'm not mistaken, that team is playing in the second tier of Dutch football and has finished 14th or something in that league. Um, I don't know, we were discussing in the stands, don't know if that says more about the Dutch second division <laughs> than anything else, to be honest, but... Um, There's a Dutch second division... Yeah, <laughs> and they basically annihilated everyone on the way to the final, and it just it wasn't that way. Um, but the annoying thing about it was the way that their team behaved, which was just astonishing. Some some of the ways that it's like they've been learning how to shit house from a young age, and it, I mean it ended up with Phillips clearly offering out their centre back at the end of the wow. game being like because the guy he run 15 yards to get him to Phillips's face and start trying to like take the piss out of him because they'd won the game like why are you coming over here to do that yeah and this was after all game long this guy multiple times he grabbed Phillips by the throat when the ref or the lino wasn't looking like loads of off the off the ball sort of stuff going on like this stepping on feet deliberately stuff like this and Phillips just went to him pointed pointed to the Tunnel and that we'll come in then. Um, well to get into
3: a fight mm. in that tunnel,
0: <laughs> yeah. a, yes. Well, especially considering the away team don't even go down there anymore, do they? they um, they're they in the quarter cabins now around the corner.
3: Yeah, I um, only learned that. Do you remember when all the footage came out of the Brighton team leaving the field after the draw last season? And there was all mm-hmm. the, yeah,
0: all the commotion. no
3: Yeah one thing one thing we didn't draw off draw off that video was yeah the the away team don't go down the tunnel, you know it's educational if anything <laughs>
0: uh yeah, but and then a couple of their players like properly trying to give it to the fans and so like just like it, it feels maybe I'm too romantic, but I get it at a professional level like that's, it's just become part of the game now, and like it or lump it, it's got the happens all over the place, and some people even love it it's not for me and these are kids like you know let them enjoy the last remnants of a youth career where they can have a laugh with football before it becomes a job for them and a lot of the joy is sucked out of it and <laughs> it just becomes a job you know it's just it's i don't not, know
4: it's not what you expect in the the manual of total football from the 70s dutch legends
3: is it yeah. right yeah total cunts by the sound of it
0: Well, i mean in, in in the in the last week as well with the way the alkmaar ultras Tried to attack a hand for the West Ham fans in the Conference League semi-final. <laughs> I mean, I you shouldn't laugh, but the fact that they all got battered by about four West Ham fans <laughs> is is shit In the fact that a like just for them, they've embarrassed themselves massively, but also is something else for West Ham to just go on about how hard they are annoyingly. But there you yeah.
3: go. Never mm. mind. I uh, question what I didn't realize, and I haven't. I can't say I've been following the tournament particularly closely if it was a final how comes it was same
0: semi-final semi-final second leg
3: semi-final second leg there you go
0: what the, oh sorry the psv or the west Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PS, no, 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 the no, no, no 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 it was the final the final was that yeah. it was said it was um it would have been at Cellust or psv's ground it, it there was i don't know how it worked out but yeah it wasn't there wasn't a venue for the final Right, I in Yeah, it wasn't like Celos was the ultimate venue for the final. It was just,
4: yeah. well, who yeah. don't need that fucking main stand. We've got European finals already, Parry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, I don't think our pitch is big enough, the dimensions for European finals, to be honest, or any other tournaments. Um, so there you go. Probably not even big enough to get that boxing ring in for that poor fight that they want to get done. <laughs> um, Do it in
4: the tunnel. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: there's one there's one ringside seat yeah yeah you'd have to really master that, the, the one inch punch
3: <laughs> yeah j- jabs 12 round of just little jabs
0: little jabs you um, <laughs> could set the ring up in front of the new zaha mural outside have we all seen this
4: yes i mean love it
0: it's a stunning piece of work it's uh the main picture being Zaha celebrating Conor Gallagher's Gallagher's equalizer at West Ham last season. Uh Zaha celebrating his second goal against Brighton. And also Zaha, I think, cupping his ears to Watford fans, if I'm um, if I'm not mistaken. And yes, yeah, <laughs> don't <tut. laughs> Don't feed the conspiracy.
3: I'm just getting in there before you fucking
0: <laughs> But, but being a local resident, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't next door neighbors next door or whatever that website is, but on Facebook and the South Norwood group, this is one of the comments underneath the picture. If anybody in the street approached you with that exact same expression and body language, what would you think was about to happen? uncontrolled aggression seems to be the new celebration celebration should never look like somebody is about to be stabbed whatever happens to smiling and looking happy yeah take his facebook mate take some dark turns not everybody is a football fan and this image does nothing to improve the image of football or the neighborhood surely it should have been an image that could make anybody smile and give off good vibes that even a non-footy fan could enjoy seeing too I'd be curious to hear what estate agents make of this and its effect on property prices. I mean, Tory. Well, <laughs> then someone says underneath my thoughts. Exactly. Sir, to me, it smacks of aggression and promotes, promotes knife crime <laughs> and violence Fuck's to our that. youth on the streets who on earth gave permission for this. Now, Aside from the I'm fact late. that he's on the corner of a football stadium and is very clearly football related and is very clearly a man who shows a lot of passion being at so, regardless of all that shit, the casual racism flying around. But this second guy who talks about promotes knife crime didn't have to stray too long into his Facebook profile to find the picture that says with his profile, let's get Brexit done. Now for the people listening who did vote Brexit I'm not saying that everyone who voted for Brexit is a racist but everybody who's racist voted for Brexit and this man definitely falls into that category I mean it's just astonishing and mostly you know it's probably for me sillyly looking for the negative comments as opposed to the good ones 99% of the people were absolutely like this is amazing and the artwork is incredible like zooming on Saha's face is just astonishing what they have achieved And, um, yeah, everyone, there's going to be thousands of people taking pictures of that at the Forest game on Sunday. But, yeah, just amazing how, you know, something, that corner is now becoming, you know, got two amazing pieces of artwork on that corner and people are yeah. I mean, my my, my comment
4: on his comment, number one, if you're calling it footy, then your opinion's invalid. At least he didn't
0: say soccer. (laughs) True,
4: um, and also, no one
0: cares about estate agents' opinions, so that's fine, yeah. And and, as someone said on when I posted this on Twitter, someone underneath said, (laughs) If all I need to do is draw a Zaha mural on the side to bring house prices down, I'll get me a spray can. So, yeah, really, really disappointing that those sort of comments are flying around The local newspapers writing articles on those comments as well. Really frustrating that, you know, what should 100%. be, you know, who is someone who should and is seen as a very positive role, role model for kids of the area. You know, the, Wilfred Sahar is effectively, you know, the absolute epitome of what you can strive to achieve to be from this area. You know, he's literally from a stone's throw away. He's gone, sort of, well, not the very top, but you know, that he's playing in the pre- played at the Premier League for ten years, and you know, is a fantastic man as well, and does everything he does with donating his money to charity and all that sort of thing. So so, for for these sort of comments, is yeah, disappointing.
3: They probably would have preferred a mural of Wayne Hennessy. <laughs>
0: Looks like he'll be playing on the weekend. We'll get into a little bit later.
3: Quick well, I've got a quick question on the Muriel. What uh Muriel? What uh, Muriel, Muriel Muriel, Muriel. On, on Muriel's
0: <laughs> wedding. Okay. <and> so <laughs> you know what? That's
3: that's a very specific sort of dyslexic tendency I have. I don't have dyslexia, but I can't help whenever I try to say mural, I always say Muriel. And I'm conscious of it. I that was me even trying not to say Muriel and it still fucking happened. But anyway, let's pretend <laughs> that didn't happen. What colour do you think that facade will be rolled in when Zaha gets pictured signing his deal at Liverpool in the summer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It won't. It won't because you cut. It's. It's. It. I. I don't think that will happen anyway. But no, like he's. He's not. If he goes off now, no one's going to hold it against him. If he goes off now and has one stab at something at the end of his career.
3: Mate, he's got fucking one comment about fucking knife crime, and now you're talking about I'm gonna stab somewhere else. Fucking! <laughs> you've, been po- no. you've been poisoned by the fucking Daily Mail Facebook comments.
0: Yeah. Well, look. So anyway, if if he does go, and it's all of a sudden it becomes sour, and no one likes Wilf anymore, we could replace it with a mural with Dougie Friedman, whose birthday it is today on the day of recording. So,
3: oh, should text him.
0: Happy Happy, birthday, yeah, Doug, eh? we could do Happy Birthday, or, Sir Douglas or Doug. A bit late as now. Roy calls him Doug, Doug, <laughs> Doug, all the time. I've well,
4: never heard Doug. it. I've never heard anyone call him Doug
0: except Roy. But Steve, Steve and Doug. Well, I mean, whenever I all the time, whenever I hear Dougie Freeman's name, now I always just think of the BBS conspiracy that Steve Parish planted him onto our podcast show. <laughs> to reform his character. What? Do you not know this? No. I'm I'm sure I've told you this before. Yeah, there was a whole BBC, BBS thread that Parrish had planted Friedman onto our show to help him reform his character before coming back as director of football.
3: Well, I can, I'm I'm not going to, (laughs) but I I could, I could, I could screen grab, I could screen grab evidence that that that's not the case. That was all set up by my mate, Jim.
4: You don't think that you've got the cultural wherewithal to to PR spin someone's reputation, Albert?
0: No,
3: well, I mean I have, but it's not something that I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I like to advertise.
0: Also, Steve Parrish that would, uh, would have to respond to our fucking messages. To, uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> even oh. Simon Jordan got back to us recently, didn't he? With a with a big big thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i probably wouldn't have been wise for him to come on to be honest if I was we've on the show it. at least
3: no no we've no we've we've, we've trod this ground before <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, um after him threatening Eddie with liable the other day on TalkSport <laughs> mm. but yeah, so if not we can just stick a mural up of Dougie that would do stop stophol that could be on there all
3: that all that one of can we get that re uh reignite that one that featured dowie that was on the on the main stand can we get that up there <laughs> you mean then, let's see what fucking happens to the house prices <laughs> yeah if you want to clear those residents off for the main stand that's all you've got to do isn't
4: it hey you guys
0: <laughs> uh you mean ian dowie m- our all-time best manager of the century.
3: Bounce back a billy.
0: Talk of people voting with their hearts in a very (laughs) specific moment. (laughs) Ridiculous. But there you go. Mm, What else? Well, so it has obviously been announced now (laughs) that James McArthur and Luka Milivojevic will be departing the club when their contracts run out at the end of the season. Um, who wants MacArthur and who wants Luka?
4: I'll take MacArthur because I love him.
0: Go. tell
4: Something I thought i never me.
3: say. Can I, can I twos up on MacArthur with this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can. Well, I mean, I can, take, I can take Luka briefly if you want. And I mean, I think the last couple of seasons, um, and without knowing that it's true probably t- since his dad died has been something shifted in luca and he's just not been the same since but so it's easy to remember the walking yellow card of the last couple of seasons and you know lots of stray passes and all of that kind of stuff but you know you got to remember that for quite a few seasons there, he was the linchpin of our side and you know led the team really, really well. Was integral in that season when he joined in the January of kit, helping us stay up. Um, he's one player of a year. He's finished top goal scorer in our team a couple of times from defensive midfield. Um, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot he's done. He's won a goal of the season as well. You know, he's there's a lot he's done for this club, um, and it's a kind of sad that it's he wasn't able to maintain it all the way through his time here. But um, yeah, and, and you can tell you know the video that the club released. He goes with the well wishes of the club, every, very well respected. So big up man, like Serbia. It was um it was a pleasure. Thank, 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 like thank you. Thank you for everything you did. It's easy to
4: obviously recency bias and like you say just be like oh he's a bit slow and he he ain't he ain't at the level that he was
1: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
4: And it's easy for that to be what you think about. But like you said, if you think about his career at Paris, Hole, he's done way more good than bad you know he scored a lot of important goals he was very passionate he came in at a time when we needed someone like him in there um and i think they say it i think i think it's mitrovic who says it in the video but it's like no one when you came to paris really knew anything about you but now they do hmm. um so yeah Sorry i mean was a
3: good new year's eve party paris I...
0: I mean, the worst thing Luca ever did was not get Mitrovic into Palace, to be honest. <laughs> if we had Mitrovic up front, we'd be finishing in the top half of the table comfortably. <laughs> as long George as he isn't Luka. pushing refere- referees over and getting banned for eight games or whatever. Mm. But um, yeah. So, okay. James McArthur next. Now, this is obviously the easier one of the two because just, you know, a bona fide Palace great. For, yeah. you know at the top level it's because it, you, you've got to remember this when you're thinking about these players he yeah. has done it at Palace only at the top level
1: mm-hmm.
0: for nine years where we haven't been in the top level this time this amount of time anywhere else in our history so whenever you look at other players who are talked about as great at Palace a lot of the time they were doing it in the second division yeah which you know Got that gives you some context of how he's managed to do it at that you know the very highest level of the game for that long, and again the outpouring of love and respect in that video of the players. Will Hughes has become the biggest fanboy ever of him somehow (laughs) in the space of the two years he's been here. But yeah, so Albert, you can start us off. James McArthur.
3: Well, I didn't like Alan Pardew saying during my regime. (laughs)
0: <laughs> regime is exactly what he would say
3: <laughs> exactly that says everything you need to know about Alan Pardew <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a tenure ship it wasn't stu- it was a fucking regime
4: and also everyone else has left because you alpha dogged it and fucked them all off
3: <laughs> yeah anyway sorry <clears throat> I, this isn't meant to be about James McArthur, but that really that you know what that bit that bit needled me more than the fucking Nigel Pearson <laughs> bit that's how bad <laughs> that was <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, sorry, uh, James McArthur. Well, look, what can I add to what you've already said, Terrence? Like, you know, he, when when we signed him, he was part of that McArthur, McCartney, McCarthy. Like, which one is that? Which one have we signed? Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, you know, like I say, I can't say I, I'd watched him a huge amount. I, I was aware of that sort of Wigan midfield. And obviously, they, they'd done the things they did. And and uh, was it $9 million we paid for him? Seven, mm-hmm. I think, in terms. Seven? Mm-hmm. Seven plus inflation it's probably nine. Um, but it's yeah, what, like, I mean,
0: fucking going away, way they're going, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. let see what the estate agents reckon he's worth now. Um, stick a mural in front of him, it's about put three. Muriel next to him and let's see what he can <laughs> do. Uh, yeah, but you know, what a, what a player he seems, you know, like a, a, an absolute sort of like sound, decent bloke as well. And I don't know, in my head, he's kind of, and I hate to, uh, bang on about Ted Lasso. He kind of feels like he's our sort of slightly warmer, fuzzier Roy Kent, you know. I think he'll probably appear back at the club at some point in a in a coaching role. He just seems to be a real stalwart. And like I say, you just got to look at how Will Hughes talks about him. Like, he, fucking knees go a bit wobbly. <laughs> um, yeah, he's been responsible for some great, great moments and a real a real example of, you know, he's sort of the anti-modern footballer. I really like him.
0: Perhaps his greatest moment in red and blue coming against Watford.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> I
4: think uh, I think the thing with Jimmy as well is that he's so underrated by people outside of the club, but everyone who supports Palace and sees him knows how good he is. Like everyone who's played with him knows how good he is. But f- fans of other... He's not a player that probably fans of other clubs will, will think of when they think of Palace. I had someone earlier this year, a mate of a mate after a game, was talking about him. And he was just like, is, is he any good? Like, I know he's popular, but is he any good? And I was like, yeah, he's fucking brilliant. Like, hmm. we know... And, it, and it's hard... Like, he's not underrated at Palace. He's... Like, we all know how good he is. And... It doesn't. It does him injustice to just be like, you know, he's got good energy and he's a hard worker and that sort of thing. Like he just does everything really well. And I, I mean, I've seen some good midfielders. Like I was lucky enough just about to see Jeff Thomas when I was younger. And they we have had some good central midfielders, but like you say, to have someone who's at that level consistently good at the top level for that amount of time at a club where we're in turmoil every couple of years, really, there's always something dicking about at Palace Um, and it's just a bit you know it has been a real shame that he's been injured but it does sound like even when he's not playing he's as big a part of the club as he is on the pitch you know all the talk of the pandemic when the voice you could hear in the stands when there were no fans was MacArthur how you guys have said the, the players obviously love him the staff love him you know he just seems like an absolute 10 out of 10 that you that you would want at your club so really sad that he's going but yeah hopefully he's back at some point
0: in some capacity so MacArthur and luca both won jointly the chairman's award at the player of the season awards which were held at the Clapham grand uh Tuesday wednesday night we're recording wednesday. on thursday night wednesday night uh the corey took home the big one player of the year um got my vote got your vote has did he get yours albert
3: uh i mean it sounds a bit negative but he wouldn't know he wouldn't have been my player of the season um that's not to say he's not had a good season and he's not grown into that role but i think we sort of touched on it you know last week about who we thought it might be and yeah i i I'd, I'd have i'd stick I'd, I'd i'd stick to my pre-season prediction and not out of obstinance i would i would have probably you know, we as I said, I won't repeat it. I feel like the season's sort of very much in three distinguished parts, um, and I think a player that's been consistent across those three parts was Mark Gahey. and mm. I'd, I'd, I'd have still, I'd have still plumped for him. I think you could, like I say, you could you could have made a, a last minute case for Eze. You know, just out of pure what's happened in the last few weeks, Elise Zaha. You know, I think Dakure, Dekure Duk- definitely in the mix. But he wouldn't. He, he probably wouldn't have been in my top three.
0: Um, I, th- I think Palace fans down the years, though, have shown a propensity to like a player like Decore. As we say, Lucas Lucas won it. Mile Jednaks won it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we appreciate that type of player um, when they do it well. The, the committed defensive midfielder who gets stuck in, and then when you add into the mix that he can pass the football as well. <laughs> You know, it's it's nice. So I think. Sorry to just jump in, but I, obviously my massive fan is, But I, I said this. I said this
4: on Twitter. But we have a lot of people talk about our young team, and they always mention like, you know, I guess Ty, Elise Gay. No one really mentions the core as a young player, but he he's only just turned twenty three, which is still pretty young. So mm. for him to be as all rounded and as confident as he has been this season, I think like. I just think there's so much more to come as well. So I'm pretty excited for,
0: for the next few years if he stays around. Yeah, definitely. Um, Elise effectively cleaned up the awards. <laughs> he took players player of the season, which I don't know if you haven't seen it, go and search it out on the socials of the video where they're all voting for player the players player of the season at the training ground. And just, are you just absolutely annihilating will hughes for just no reason <laughs> seemingly no reason whatsoever no I, I probably not because will hughes probably seems like the kind of player who likes to give it all the time in the training ground yeah but are you just casually sitting there going i've already already won one mate uh, you weren't here you, you were at watford getting relegated. <laughs> complete just annihilation Uh, the only sad thing about it was that the camera didn't go back to will hughes's face (laughs) i would love to have seen what is uh, happened on his face i I take
3: some comfort in knowing that there's other people copying (laughs) undeserved watford associated (laughs) flack
0: well at least will hughes is actually there at Watford getting relegated there was no lies said out of iu's mouth this is true um and further reinforced my happiness that my daughter's middle name is Jordan after Jordan. (laughs) She's very solid. Another tick in the, another tick in the box. (laughs) Uh, Gyro also catching some strays and Chris Richards of all people as well. Just being like, well, I know it won't be (laughs) poor gyro's face. He actually looks sad, Uh, but you know, it's not the worst thing that the the Dutch have produced in the last few, few weeks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is just lucky to be featured in the fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely would love it, though, if Jaro went into the vote and thinking he was in with a chance of getting the award.
3: And yeah. just, what do you mean, what you mean happen. we can't vote for ourselves?
0: Not players play. I mean, we could have tried to get some campaign going to get him player of the year for, for the lulls, but. Yeah. Uh Elise also took home goal of the season. I think that vote was basically fucked by <laughs> the last home game, where, yeah, I mean, uh, the I think it was probably a close run thing between Elise and Zaha, as we discussed previously. But Eze's second goal last weekend is just well, who was we playing? I forget what we're now. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean...
4: What I would say in defence of Elise's free kick is that it was on my birthday. So
0: and, always- it, yeah, and, and it was last minute. It was an equaliser. It was against Manchester United. There's a lot going for it. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot going for it. But just the whole thing about a second goal against Bournemouth is just... Yeah. It was just fucking delicious, man. Loved it. Delicious. Delish and
3: Eze could have had his own category for Eze goal of the season. Yeah, yeah, we the could have his done. goals have been recently.
0: Exactly. I mean, even he's he's first in that game against Bournemouth as well. When you're factoring a team move of it twenty twenty six passes, every outfield player touching the ball, you've got the filthiest of filthy Cruyff turns and Zaha sending three players over to that little tight tunnel in the corner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> very aggressive though. Very aggressive. It was, it was a very aggressive
0: question. yes.
3: Actively yeah. promoting fucking shoplifting, that
0: was. Yeah. Fucking He then he then stabbed the ball across to Jordan I yeah. who backheeled it. I
3: can't believe that. I cannot believe that. That's <laughs>
0: fucking outrageous. Yeah, indeed. Um but yeah, Elise did take home a third award and this I am not standing for. It's a fucking disgrace.
2: Yeah. Don't yeah, get me wrong, that, that
0: that day uh not Upton Park london stadium it was it was it was a laugh like Elise scoring that goal was fucking brilliant and it was it was good but in terms of what mateta's goal against leicester did for our season yeah it's like a season defining turning moment like it sent sellers you know let's say i think at the time he said it was since Schlup against bournemouth on that night when we went down to 10 men there just hasn't been a goal that created that buzz and sell us for ages and I just don't know I just don't know how Elise's moment has won it other than people just looking at the voting list and just clicking everything that said Elise
4: well it was the it was the socio's goal moment of the season or something when it was only it was probably about 10 people fucking voted but yeah that Mateo, There's mm. the, yeah that like, I, like you say I was at both games that the West Ham goal was great it's always funny taking the piss out of West Ham fans as well but yeah, the got like the the eruption when that went in, that Meteta goal was fucking unbelievable, like, and like, and the buzz stayed. And it's just like you know, in the I mean, you the went ground, running up the stairs, mate. We got video
0: evidence.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> just like the the buzz of like in the grand, yeah, it did, it did, it did switch our season up absolutely. Mm. And you would say realistically, it was just sort of a game against Leicester, but like the buzz of that goal stayed for ages, so. Yeah, he Ooh. was absolutely robbed of that. Poor JP can't can't catch a break, can he? Can't catch a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, uh,
0: I don't care if
3: he can fucking catch anything.
0: Uh, that's so sad. He, he hasn't he hasn't been that mugged off since Zaha was linked. Talking about Harry Kamcham. <laughs> oh, um, there obviously a lot more awards took place. Um, I didn't listen down, so I apologise. You can go and find the list. You don't need me to tell you what happened at the player of the year. Uh, but Danny Young um, announced that he'll be leaving the club and that's another character in the background who, you know, is, it seems like he's going to be a big loss mm. down the years. Even even his, his appearances on both the videos from MacArthur and Luca were just, you know, you can just tell the guy's good vibes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, going to be a sad miss. So, um yeah, it's weird. I was uh, watching when they were showing the uh, Bull highlights recently because it was, you know, anniversary, number of years, whatever. He He's on the bench celebrating a goal. It's like you just forget how long he's been around, you know? Under the Pulis regime. Mm, indeed. <laughs> regime. <laughs> Brown envelopes in his shorts and things like that. And
4: the rest. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say it was good to see um Ozzo get the I don't know what they called it, twenty one player of the year, year, young player of the year. Under twenty one. Uh, yeah. Because he's been brilliant this season and it was really good for him to get his Dave against Newcastle in that game. I mm. think he's gonna be a I think he's going
0: an absolute beast of a player when he's older. so good for him. Yeah. Um having watched him the other night, I do worry about his pace a little bit, but um also worth pointing out, I guess, um, Omilabu was released yesterday mm-hmm. as well, which um, seems a bit of a shock to some, I guess, after considering the season he had a couple of seasons ago, but it's not really kicked on for him. He is a very small kid yeah. still. Um, so, yeah, shame. Hope, hopefully he'll go on and be able to forge a career for himself in football. But, um Yeah. Okay, uh, we should probably talk about Forest. <laughs> so, Nottingham Forest, away record this season, played 18, 1 1, drawn 4, lost 13, with a goal difference of minus 33, having only scored 10 goals away from home this season. And it's not. Even of their recent upturn in form, it's all at home. Their last eight away games are seven losses, one draw. So, Jesus. <laughs>
4: Look at Heskey's face.
0: Heskey, yeah. Are you confident that your 11th prediction is in the bag? 11th oh position. Oh, God, I'm, I'm so <laughs> conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is weird. I mean, the job, everyone says Steve Cooper's done a great job and he probably has uh a lot of people who seem to want him for the palace job uh but yeah i mean but that away record is astonishingly bad to be honest um only one win it's like us in 97 98 at home
2: <laughs> rough
0: oh we got two wins that year didn't we so even that but yeah, so seven of the last eight away from home and have lost bit first visit to Seller since 2012 promotion season. Do you remember that game? I remember this game because it fucked me right off at the time. It was when we would, we'd picked up form wires and we were basically battering everyone. And uh, KG went for a little mini scoring run. But we um, yeah played them off the park. Guediora got sent off for kicking Jednak. And um uh, yeah,
2: and, do then it. and then
0: Dexter Blackstock equalised right at the end with that literally it? the only the only no it was one all it was the only time they got out of their half <laughs> basically they scored, yeah, frustratingly. But uh, yeah. Mad isn't it. Club club as big as Forest stuck down there for as long as they were. Don't want to get relegated back to that division, that's for sure. So as we're saying, the priors is 11th place finish and finishing above the self-professed pride of London, Chelsea Football Club. Um, Only West Ham letting letting the the London team down of Chelsea not having that last place of London clubs in the Premier League. Um, But Albert, we've given Forrest's record. Do you feel like we should, well, we should be confident of winning the game, but now that the everything's off their shoulders might be seeing a different forest side who can play with a bit more freedom away from home or just just still think we should wipe the floor with them.
3: Uh, I don't think we'll uh, I'd, I'd like to wipe the floor with them. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think we will, you know, it's a, for all intents and purposes, it's a bit of a dead rubber of a game, isn't it? They're safe. Um, you know, them. you know, even, even them losing doesn't, doesn't even have a knock on effect to anybody else. Surviving shame. We'd love to put Everton down in any. If it's still, if anyone can figure out a way of, of it being possible, I'm all for it. Let's get Everton down <laughs> last game of the season. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, who knows? It could be it could be a really boring nil nil, or it could be a right humdinger of a free all because no one gives a fuck and everyone just wants to go out and and play some exciting football. So you know, I think it's uh, all things considered. I think everyone going should just enjoy the day. Obviously, Zaha's not playing. I assume he'll be there in some capacity and be the. To
0: so announce last... his new contract. It's, uh, yeah, aggressively. I, I, uh, no, yeah. no. I mean, uh, just so you know, he will not be doing that. Get that out your heads. He's changing. He's changing <laughs> agent on the fourth of June. So I'm sure no again. deal. No, yeah, again, yeah. So no deal would be taking place for him before the 4th of June you won't be finding anything out anytime soon so yeah.
3: imagine like if you're if you're his new agent and you're like someone's putting 200 grand on you feel like measure like yeah yeah just sign that
0: like, sign yeah. that one
3: yeah <laughs> yeah just sign that one thanks very much <laughs> yeah. um but i'm sure yeah, I'm,
0: I'm sure that's going to be structured in a different way going to a new agent is not going to be based on the deal you can get me financially it's going to be based on the deal you can get me at the club you can get me, you know?
3: Yeah, of
2: course.
3: Um, but no, I, I did, I did wind up my, my dad and my, but I sent a message to the, my palace group with my dad and my brother and my mate, dad's mate, Jim saying, uh, Roy, Roy and Wilf to sign one year extensions on the pitch at halftime. My dad, my dad totally bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I think yeah, I, we just have to, you know, who, who knows? It's a, it's a, it's weird. It's a weird time. We don't know if Roy's going to stay. We don't know if it's the last we'll see of Roy, again. Um, so yeah, who knows? And anything could happen. What what I, what is nice is that there's nothing riding on it, and we can just enjoy the, the the team we've got, and hopefully see a display that's in the form that we've been showing the last few weeks against teams of Nottingham Forest's caliber. No disrespect to Nottingham Forest.
0: Yeah, well, just Roy. Right continuing his record against teams below him in the league which is yeah although in failing to beat Fulham the other day it did mean that we've gone the whole season without beating a team who was above us in the league at any point when we played that's my kind
4: of stat that is
0: (laughs) I love that it's not even like couldn't even manage it opening game of the season in alphabetical order or anything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go funny funny old season and you know we beat we beat forest on the weekend we've finished only two points short of our best ever premier league total Mad, isn't it? such a very very bizarre season
4: and i think the thing to say though about roy as well is in the past he has sort of let the shackles off a little bit towards the end of the season i think you mentioned it a few weeks ago Terence. <laughs> mm you know, remember the Bournemouth 5-3 and then there was a game where we went to Cardiff away, battered them, but only won 3-2. I think he just seems to be a bit like, okay, we're,
0: we're good, we're safe, let's have a good time. Play ball, play ball, right ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so if we do beat Forest and we end on 47 points, just too shy of our all-time top flight record or Premier League record, sorry can we no one's everyone still thinks this is a really disappointing season regardless of what happens but you know only two points off our record total feels again it's but it's probably comes down to with the caliber of players we have you can't help but feel disappointed because we know now particularly in the last you know 10 games that Eze wasn't being utilised properly for the whole season. Elise wasn't being utilised properly for the whole season. We don't have a number nine of any (laughs) decent caliber. Like they said, you know, we've got players in and around. We all know where the holes are. You you feel like, you know, we can step it on next season to really kick on. But I guess a lot of that's going to come down to who the manager is and, Mm
4: -hmm. you know. Mm. We'll
0: see. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've t- we've talked enough about whether you give it to Roy or not. In terms of do you want to give in this crop of players, you want to add in a couple more and give them to Roy? Maybe, maybe he's earned it. Who knows? But I do, I do kind of subscribe to the thing that I think that if he was going, if he wasn't going to sign another year, I think we'd be finding out about it. ala MacArthur, and Luca. So I get, I, I get the impression there's going to be another year. I don't know why that. That's based in nothing, just speculation. Just I think yeah. it'll get another year.
3: Yeah, and I don't think it's been. I think on, on paper, I think you can't say it's been a. It, it's not been a disappointing season on paper for the reasons you've just pointed out. The points total where we finished. I think um, f- for me, and I, uh, this wouldn't be a, a sort of an overriding feeling, but I think sort of emotionally, it's been a disappointing season because of. You know, last season was so good; it felt like a real. And this, this, this is going to sound anti Roy, and it's not, but it was such a sort of new dawn under Vieira. The, the players we signed, the investment we made, the new style—it just felt like ah, here, you know, right here we are. This is this is it for the next three, four years, and we're you know we're on a, a really decent upward trajectory, mm-hmm. albeit a very steep one because it changed so quickly. You know, um, so I think I think it's been dis- I think it's disappointing in that sense. Um, but you know we've still got the players that we've got. The points have been good. We're very fortunate that the, there's been some really, really, really fucking dire teams below us over the course of the season. Um, but you can only you know we we all played the same amount of games against the same teams, and and we've managed to like you say f- finish nearly two points, only two points off our our best total. Hopefully, so no, it's not been a disappointing season. But I think we all in our you know coming into the second season under Vieira I think we all probably held higher sort of aspirations than than what's unfolded you know even though it's it's ended up quite positively under Roy for the last you know 10 11 games
0: well I mean there's also the kind of underlying I think it's stats I guess it's facts because it's stats but we had the most difficult run of fixtures of any team by a humongous long shot we kept playing when you look at average points per game of when you were playing these teams we just kept kept catching everyone when they was at their peak in form which was a bit you know which is a crazy kind of I guess you're just unlucky right because the fixture schedule was just made how it is and no one can know at that time but yeah we just kept catching everyone at the wrong time except from now at the back end of the season we've kind of caught up in that sense and um, probably again just falling out where we always fall out sort of between 10th and 12th basically which I guess makes it that disappointing sense because we all do feel like as Albert was just saying we you know, we've we were promised basically this is when we would be kicking on you know we should expect to be looking up the table so um,
4: we live for, in hope of
0: next season
4: for what it's worth I thought we were going to finish 11th 7th
0: so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is next year 7th is next year um, the only think yeah, Kiarte and Hennessy will be back. I think Kayla Navas is injured. I think Henderson's still injured, so Hennessy likely to be in between the sticks. Do you reckon he'll get a shit reception or just a polite reception? I think it'll be a polite, indifferent reception. Yeah. I imagine. I don't think he's going to get booed.
4: Mm. Um, I, I don't think anyone. I don't yeah. think anyone really cares today. I don't.
0: No, and probably similar for Chiarti, a, a polite splattering of applause. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, fuck him up <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, you just commit a massive error that we score from. Okay, all that's left then is final predictions of the season for the results. Um, after everything is said and done, Heskive's gonna still end on a one-all draw. Oh,
4: <laughs> I was gonna say one, two-all.
0: <laughs> two all, so yeah, I'm not predictable. And uh, Albert?
3: I was going to say two all, Ooh. but I'm going to go with. Um, you need us to have a seven cheat,
4: didn't you? Seven, Se- seven, seven.
3: Seven nil.
0: Seven nil, Edouard.
3: Goal scorer, as you say. One goal scorer, and it's your son, <laughs> Edouard.
0: Um, I will go two nil. Two nil, Palace. Wrap it up. Get 11th place. Hold on to that extra couple of mil. It's important. Yep. (laughs)
3: Exactly. Those murals don't pay for themselves, you know.
0: They don't indeed. Um, Don't delve too far into that artist's Instagram because you will find a picture of him in a Brighton shirt. But it was when he was doing a mural for Brighton, so uh, he's not a Brighton fan. I mean to, to pay a Bryan fan to draw that picture will <laughs> would be some kind of piss tape. But... Why is
3: he cross eyed? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, so that's it for the season from the preview team. Um, yeah, so Albert's giving us a round of applause there. I mean it had its ups and downs like the season. Albert
3: Heskins just got up and fucking walked out. Have you seen that? Is that yeah. like done?
0: Albert Albert's oh. early season holiday spree um, didn't have one Heskiff losing the yellow C unit post-it note halfway through the season but has now I f- found it
4: I found it I'm showing <laughs> Albert
0: um, me pissing off to Milan to get sick but no thanks for everyone who continues to listen to us i don't know why you're mental um do something better with your time but thank you we we appreciate every one of you um we plan to be back next season we think resounding um building of confidence there Um, yeah
3: um can i just say i'm getting a new agent on the 4th of june so (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna commit to another one on this i'm
4: halfway oh. through the mural of your face albert do i bother finishing it
0: well i, I I've well, how got, big have it? i've got herb saha getting me a five-year contract on extortionate money so <laughs> <laughs> I, I are guess you I'll painting that
3: playing. mural on your ass <laughs> is it my
0: face
4: on your ass yeah the the other cheek might be troy Deeney if you if you don't sign for ting
0: um but yeah, so yeah, really appreciate all of you for listening, and uh, yeah, I would say we plan on being back for next season. So um, look for us in August, I guess. Mm. we uh, we'll, we'll be may, maybe we'll do some preview pods for the American games, which we'll try and convince back and Les to send us to. Get on the get on the blow as a talk sport. Send, we need we need to go out here. Let's send do us. it.
3: Or shit stream sit around a laptop on a shit stream in Heskiv's I I don't know why I nearly said wanking then (laughs) (laughs) because people can't see what I can see what can you see nothing I'm just sat still (laughs) it's
0: it's, it's all that raunchy comic work on the walls behind is what it
3: is yeah it's just it's the moody lighting
0: yeah (laughs) okay there will be one more match report for the season against Nottingham Forest and I'm sure those guys also pump out a some kind of end of season pod as well so look out for that um, I, I assume DR will just go full pelt on YouTube throughout the entire off season, to be honest so keep yeah live there. stream yeah. whole week live stream <laughs> youtube.com forward slash back of the nest for that so we'll be back next season so until then up
2: the pounds. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.